You are listening to Awakening Miracles with Alita McDaniel. I'm your host. Today, we are continuing in chapter 31 uh, in the final vision, and this is lesson three, the self-accused. This is a really tough lesson for those of us who are looking at the world and wanting to judge and condemn what is happening. Um, It's very easy for us to want to point the finger and blame and be upset and be angry. And if we look back on the word of God and we understand that God says, love your neighbor, right? Um, Or he who has not sinned, cast the first stone. um, You know, here we are again in A Course in Miracles. And this is what we are talking about. Only the self-accused condemn. Only the self-accused condemn. We have to keep in mind that it's it's going to be a lot more charged, a lot more angry, a lot more aggressive when we have self-judgment that has been unresolved. When we have internal conflict that we don't want to accept or receive or overcome. And we feel righteous in our anger towards others and our judgment of others. And I get it. Like part of being human, I fight this on a day-to-day basis. I have to catch myself. You know, I I want to poke fun at what's going on right now. I I want to get angry at what's going on right now. And the first thing I always ask myself is, how is this a reflection of what's going on inside of me? How am I not seeing whatever this is mirroring back to me? And so the lesson goes on. You never hate your brother for his sins, but only for your own. Whatever form his sins appear to take, it but obscures the fact that you believe them to be yours and therefore meriting a just attack. If you look at all the times that you've been triggered or offended, And you want so desperately to say to someone, how dare you? How dare you hurt me? How dare you attack me? How dare you do something to, you know, impact my life in a negative way, whatever it might be. We want to get really, really angry at that person as though it was malicious. And rightfully so, there might be times where it might have been malicious. Not always. Not everyone has it out for you in a personal way. But our internal judgment can make it personal. I would challenge you. And this is something that I've been, you know, teaching for as long as I've been a coach. I would challenge you to ask yourself how often you hear someone say something negative about you and it mimics the internal self-judgment, the internal dialogue that you have about yourself. See, most oftentimes we get mad at someone, say, for example, for not following through, for not holding up their end of the bargain, for not showing up for us. But in reality, we're not showing up for ourselves. In reality, we're not even living up to our own potential. We're not even following through. And so we reflect these people. These people reflect back to us the parts of us that we don't like in ourselves. So we end up, we take it personally because our ego wants us to believe it's about them. It's not about us. But the higher self is constantly projecting it onto the outer world so that it can get our attention. 
So why should his sins be sins if you did not believe they could not be forgiven in you? So if you take that righteous stance and you believe that God can forgive you, why can you not grant that same grace to your enemy? Again, I know it's really hard with what we're going on, with what's going on in the world right now. I get it. It is challenging. So why are they real in him if you do not believe that they are your reality? Why do you attack them everywhere except you hate yourself? Deep down inside, why are you still judging yourself? Why are you still mad? Why are you still angry? Why are you still in, sh- in shame and blame for your past? The question says, are you a sin? And every time you attack, you answer yes. For by attack, do you assert that you are guilty and must give as you deserve? My mom always told me, you know, a story that she learned in in a Scientology class that she took years ago. And she only took a couple classes because it just, it didn't suit her. She realized that it just wasn't, you know, where she wanted to be. But there was a, a very, a couple very powerful lessons. And one of those was, When someone feels that they've done something wrong and they feel that they're guilty or they're ashamed, they will do something specifically unconsciously so that they can be attacked, so that they can have punishment. Okay, this is what self-sabotage is. Or this is when we pick a fight with our partner because we know we've done something wrong. We end up with this idea of, so, so, Guilt is I made a mistake. Shame is I am the mistake. So shame is when our identity has now become that mistake. I am the mistake. So when we operate from that perspective of I am the mistake, how we respond to people, how we react to people, how we choose to show up for people is dictated by the shame that we experience and the beliefs that we hold about ourselves. It is not dictated by our highest good. It is not dictated. And this is why it's so hard to change why we keep repeating toxic relationships and toxic patterns with people. This is why we keep maybe attracting, you know, people who hurt us is because deep down inside, we are the shame We feel like the sin. So we get offended and we get triggered really easily. We feel like we're in a constant state of needing to defend ourselves, And so we have to take ownership of the fact that I'm projecting onto you and you're projecting onto me. And until I choose to resolve that shame... My relationship with you cannot change. My perception of you cannot change. Because all I'm doing is looking at you through the mirror of my own pain and my own struggle. So in in all of this, you know, we've got to really just take ownership. We literally just have to take ownership of what we are projecting. And 
And on the one hand, you know, if we look at someone and we're getting mad at them and we're saying, you're not deserving of grace, you're not deserving of God's love, how dare you? Or we're saying you are deserving of God's love, but I'm not. Either way, if we are not seeing each other, and again, I know that this is very hard, especially in a world right now, if we're not seeing each other as brothers and sisters, it's a projection. I'm the first one to admit I project on a daily basis and I have to catch myself and calm myself out. It's part of that human consciousness. It's part of that human idea of separation, the illusion that my body gives me and the perception that I am separate from something or someone else. So we have to take ownership. We have to take responsibility for what we're projecting. And we have to say, where is this a reflection of what I'm projecting? Because if I'm feeling the need to attack this person or to judge this person, that means I'm also internally attacking and judging myself. And that's not the grace and the ease and the beauty that God intended for us. God wants us to be happy and to have all the things that we want and need. And we're not able to manifest those or be in vibrational alignment with those if we are in a constant state of separation and judgment and scarcity. So that is our message for today. Uh, again, as always, I hope this message hit you where it needed to hit you, uh, right in the heart, right in the mind, right in the spirit. Uh, if there's somebody that you know that needs to hear this message, please go ahead and share this with them. Uh, like and subscribe if you want more of this content directly coming to you in your feed, wherever your podcasts are being streamed. And if you'd like to know more about my coaching services or my online courses, check out LegacyWellnessClinic.com. You can find me on Instagram, Legacy Wellness Clinic, and also Goddess Intelligence. I hope you all have an incredible rest of your day. Namaste.